Such a good mic check. Mic check. Jealous of my mic check. Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your source for church tech. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here, along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And uh, yeah, Jeremy had an idea of uh, this week's topic. And I don't know how comfortable Blessing is talking about this topic, but this is how we roll around here, at least on the podcast anyway. Um, <laughs> let me, let, let me it, it might be uncomfortable. Like, we might not feel really super prepared, but you know what? That's life in this fast-paced tech world. If somebody's acting like they have all the answers and they know all the ins and outs, then maybe you should listen to them or they're blowing smoke, one or the other. We report, you decide. <laughs> Jeremy, you set it up, man. So uh, we were having a conversation in the back channel, and in the conversation, we had talked about how um, when we look at marketing, when we look at uh, how we can connect with people online, we were talking about what's the best way to do this, because Blessing, you said it's been a little while since you've been in the game, and we were trying to figure out, Uh is social media at this point worth it? to engage with people online. Um, and I don't know if we necessarily have an answer and I think our answer should not be your answer. The people listening to Uh this, um, but I wanted to kind of have a conversation of what that could look like as far as, um, understanding the kind of key differences of that and what we need to be considering as we do that. So first of all, let me ask blessing. Um, we were comparing social media for basically Facebook and um, Google ads to see uh-huh. which ad revenue or which ad process could be better for us. Um, uh-huh. I kind of laid it out and I don't, I think this is maybe too much of a generalization, but I still will hold to it that Facebook's about engagement and you're going to pay more for those ads for the amount of people you hit, but you're going to get the comments and the likes and the engagement uh-huh. piece of it. And Google's going to drag traffic to you and get more people to see your website, which, and ultimately that's the whole hope of all this, right? Yeah. To get more people to come see your sites. Um, so what, what's your kind of thought process at this point, as you look at the two different kinds of marketing, social media and Facebook or social media and Google. Yeah. Gee, I've got lots of thoughts. Um, and I don't know which of them are actually helpful. Um, <laughs> at this point, because there are a number of things that are going through my mind. The first has to do with um, basically how Facebook kind of wants you to pay to play, if I can use that term, you know, how you, you know, even you see that in your views, like unless you already have an established high engagement rate in general, on your page, but if you're going to get into the game, um, it seems uh, that you need to pay, um, you know, for people who are who have opted to actually follow you, which is the thing I find ironic, you know, but maybe not, and it shouldn't surprise me. But um, but uh, so that's kind of. A, that's sad, <laughs> uh, you know. And then on the other end, you've got search, where 
um, so this is my thinking in that if you if I if you've done this is what I was wondering actually if I put it that way you know if you've done your targeting very well on let's say Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media platform you're on um, you know you potentially could reach that person that you actually want um, you know engaging with the, with the content you create either on that platform or if you obviously trying to funnel them, funnel them to your site, that's kind of like was one thing I was looking at. And then the other thought I had on the other hand was that, um, you know, Facebook, not Facebook, a search is actually what people are looking for. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, you know, like if you put your ad down that way and that's kind of what I was wondering, like, Hey, you know, which direction do you actually go? Um, and I wasn't thinking necessarily either or, but I was thinking if you had to make a call or if you had to prioritize, which way would you go? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this makes sense. So what's your, what's your thought, Eric, as you're kind of hearing all this? I mean, I'll be really honest with you when it comes to a lot of this stuff, I am com- I'm completely lost because I've, I've never given it a lot of attention because I've always taken the, I don't want to say viral or natural approach. It sounds a little bit too, um, haughty (laughs) to say that. Um, but I, I just, I, I was never really sure about the ROI on it. So it was never anything that I really pursued. Um, I think that's really fundamentally, you know, from us talking about how we, how how you're thinking about it for church mag blessing and how someone might be thinking about it for a church or ministry nonprofit whatever it may be is have clear defined goals and understanding of why you're doing it and deciding what does success look like before you even go into it like you should have that all outlined ahead of time so even though I've never done it um and it's certainly not a strong suit and I'm not even sure like theoretically or theolo- like theoretically speaking how i even feel about these things um i think that you know if if you're going to do that that those are some things that you should have figured out before you before you do it cuz i mean you you can go, I, i'm very opinionated but i can be convinced does that make sense so i feel a bit opinionated about it but i'm not like this is gospel or this is I'm really sure about this because I'm just not what I am sure about is figure out what your goal is figure out what success looks like and if it's hitting all the points your mission statement if it's hitting all that then do yeah. it and do it well this, this is the other thing is uh, that uh, one of the things I was wondering is this this no matter how we look at it, the reality is um, these things exist. Um, and part of the thing I was wondering is, does, you know, at least having an idea uh, what the strategy is, uh, whether it's, look, we're not going to worry about that, um, but having been clear about um what about it I'm not going to worry about or um, having been clear um, that I've 
explored and understood what is um, available and is it viable. Um, so take, I mean, obviously taking into account all that, the, the mission, um, does it help? And, um, and it's also possible that uh, while the tool is available, it could work both ways. It could, you know, is there a possibility that this could enable? Um, is there a possibility that it um, could detract? I mean, just about anything could. But um, the question that I'm wondering is um, if I had a solution that somebody could use and um, I wanted to make them aware of it, um, you know, is there is there a way that um, I can be sure that they're not just going to hear it from their friend or um, that I could also go seek them out? So those are some of the things that were sort of going through my mind. And when I'm thinking about it from, I mean, obviously kind of, I mean, all these questions are bouncing around in my head from a church mag perspective. But if we had to then... Uh, contextualize it for a church. So, for example, um, you know, people looking for, we just came from Easter not so long ago, people who naturally wouldn't be going to an Easter service um, in their community, um, you know, and there's possible, I mean, church is definitely not anywhere that they would uh, usually go is a possibility that you could actually, um, you know, create a way to reach that person. Again, I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> mm, I guess that, I guess it kind of comes down to, it, th- I know this is a church mag conversation at this point. Yeah. Um, it kind of comes down to is the stuff you're doing online and on Facebook going to be a ministry or is it going to be uh, more business practices in some regards? I don't think that necessarily has to be a hundred percent true uh-huh, um, because uh-huh. it comes down to breadth and width of reaching people. Uh-huh. But you know, I think that there's just a lot of conversations that can go into it. And in intentionality, we, we constantly talk about that intentionality piece of it. Uh-huh. Um, Church mags, no good to anybody if literally you're trying to do all this stuff and you yourself are not being fed, right? Um, but church mag is not about the money by any means. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think that we already have an established base. Um, from my standpoint, with like doing church and mental health, I think I have to start with the Facebook piece or the um, Google ads piece of it uh, because I want to be able to get that traffic going. And then just general conversation of kind of elbow grease, trying to get people to see the stuff and talk about it and hear what they have to say in perspective. But that's not advertisements on Facebook. Right. And, and I know, you know, we, we came off the Easter Easter time and I know that that's a really big push. I mean, it's called for many churches, you know, they refer to it as the Super Bowl Sunday of of church life, right? And there's a big push for, you know, buying Facebook ads and, and stuff like that. And I think that we really just need to, I think it would do everyone some good to maybe step back and think a little bit like, you know, what are we doing? Um, 
what, what's the ROI on this, right? What's the return on the this investment, right? I will, I will also say that like over Easter to kind of bring it back to that, Eric, is I got Facebook ads from churches in Wisconsin and Nebraska and Washington. And it's like, what's the point? Oh, because there are things that come visit us and they have like one comment and they were, their net was huge. They clearly did something wrong in that Facebook ad. So when they do it, they have to do it well. Obviously that's kind of a thing. Um, but I also, as much as like, you talk about ROI, I'm starting to get to a point where I want to just treat Facebook as Facebook because it's so unstable right now. They give a lot of effort to pages and then they take that away. And then they give a lot of effort to people that are wanting to post original content like video and photos on their yeah. website and then they pull that away and then they give it to groups and then they pull it away in Facebook. We have to remember Facebook was originally designed to be a social network for people to meet up with each other. And then they started adding components to it. Google was always designed to help people find other things on the internet and Google advertisements at, from the very beginning. It wasn't when they were doing the research project, they actually didn't want to do advertisements. Um, there was a paper that they wrote about Google that said, we don't ever want to do ads supported stuff. We want to keep it pure. And then they, the couple of people came along and said, you know what, you need to do this if you are going to actually offer something to the internet. And so from the very beginning, it was baked in. And so what Google is at its core has always been, and actually has not changed since they've gone public. Facebook cannot say the same thing. And that's actually as a business model, if you are trying to run a business and a website, very, very concerning. It's great for me wanting to share my photos with my kids, but whenever they are cracking down and closing down and not allowing this and not allowing that and still trying to be a little social, but not really, that's actually concerning. It's kind of like going into a general store and being like, I want to sell books even though the it's a general store where there's the pharmacist, which is a big deal. They probably own the business. The pharmacist does and they sell food and birthday cards. You want to sell books. It's like, sure. I mean, you give us some product and allow us to make some money first, then we'll do it, but they're not going to cater to you. That's not the purpose of why they're doing that. They're adding on a little component for you to be able to try to do that. And that's concerning for me for a website standpoint. Yeah, and and there, you know, there's been a lot of question about Facebook data, and you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to rabbit trail this, and I'm afraid, um, and and maybe I'm a little bit old fuddy duddy or something. I don't know. Maybe I I feel like the meme where you know has the guy at the table and he's like changed my mind. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of that guy. Um, when it, when it comes to some of this stuff, because I honestly believe that if your church or ministry is doing something worth talking about, then that is your greatest, your greatest camp ad campaign. Like if you're just doing good work, then you're going to get noticed and someone's going to tell someone else. And that is the most powerful thing that, that you can do, but it's going to require effort and it's going to require some awesomeness that is just is so much more difficult and more involved and requires so much more dedication than a Facebook ad. No doubt about that. Um, no doubt. The, the part of the question, I, I mean, I completely agree with you, Eric, on that. Uh, I think the question that I was wondering about is, is okay, so in essence, you're saying, they, it, 
yeah, not even put it this way. The question I was really wondering about is, is there any value in any of right. that? Right, which is a valid question. And I, and I think that, you know, um, certainly one worth exploring, mm-hmm. that's for sure. I would say, yes, there is value in it. If you know what it is that you want out of the site that you have. I think mm-hmm. me, whenever I did 78 productions and threw that out there, I had a general idea, but whatever happened, happened. And I didn't really expect anything to come of it. I just want to have a conversation. And I got that. I got a bunch of conversation. I was even able to make a little bit of money off of it from kind of advertisements. And the content, I think, was really good. But I will say, Eric, in some regards, the content was really good. But the conversations were only to those that I was able to kind of put it in front of and those that shared it with others. And I don't think, as much as I would say people want to share your stuff um i don't know i think the i think the adage is if they love it then they're going to share it i don't necessarily know that that's always true especially whenever we don't have the prestige of things no you're right Um, you're right yeah i I, and my comment is really directed a little bit more towards um the local church uh and, and and less and less an internet community a global internet community or even a you know large reaching ministry i think that that it really it really depends on the case use and that's really important uh, especially for churches to think about right what's good for this doesn't necessarily mean it's good for that right um is it a money-making opportunity for someone else maybe and you should explore that and make sure that that's not the case and that this is actually something that, that fits in what you were trying to accomplish as a local church. Um, so, yeah, in my opinion. So it's not all it's not all the one. It's not all the same. It's not the same conversation. Uh, specifics really do matter, like so many things with church tech. How many times have we said that, Jeremy? Well, it depends. Like, what's the best app? Well, that's a trick question. <laughs> For sure. And yeah. nobody's so, asking the question to yeah. help with that. And nobody's reading all the other answers and they're giving the same exact answer to someone else before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Right. So if you're listening to this podcast, hoping to have some ironclad answer, <laughs> sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Not, we don't have it. We, we don't, don't have, have one for church Mac right now. So No, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. So well, I, I imagine if, if Blessing figures it out, he'll let us know. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, yeah. awesome. Give me your answers. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, th- this is the this is the funny part of it is that I, I I tend to actually lean more towards Eric, you know, like what Eric is saying. Um, but at the same time, I really just don't want to. Um, I don't want to say. I, I want to have be sure that I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to, you know, invest a lot of my time in that. I'm not, but I want to know that if I should be, that I'm investing the right amount of time or resources to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, and it's good because things change in mm-hmm. tactics and perspectives. So no, that's good. Yeah. So anybody got an answer? <laughs> Please let us know. I'll have you on the podcast preferably someone who's not trying to sell a um, a Facebook course or something mm-hmm. good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean that. you're not going to like our answers <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean right yeah yeah, yeah. cool 
Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Forever and ever, you stay in my heart. Are we not singing? Nah. 